0: Hey everyone, this is Notes From Her, the podcast that encourages women and others to embrace their inner multicultural melody. I'm your host, Xochitl Hernandez, but better yet, if you want to pronounce it in the Nahuatl way, that is, the Aztec's indigenous language, I'm Xochitl Hernandez, and every week, I sit down and interview what I call Women MOCs, which stands for Musicians of Color, to talk music, career faith, multiculturalism, social issues, and women's empowerment through the MOC's perspective. Tune in to hear their unique stories and advice, both personal and career-wise. So, I don't know if you all know this, but it is Teacher Appreciation Week, and Notes from Her is celebrating by featuring Dr. Robles on this podcast. Thank you, teachers, for all that you do You are truly some of the biggest superheroes, especially right now in this pandemic. Your perseverance and strength and how you are teaching our students and children in times of crisis is truly an act of resilience. I also want to shout out both of my parents, my mom and dad, and all of my aunts and uncles. They are all teachers. I seriously come from a family of teachers and I have seen firsthand how hard it is to be a teacher, but also how rewarding it is and it's just truly an amazing and honestly, in my opinion, one of the most difficult jobs a person can have, but I have so much respect for all these teachers, including my parents, especially in this time of crisis, and shout out to all of my teachers. I mean, I cannot even begin to express to all of you guys how incredibly blessed I am for all of my professors. I feel like during my time at CSUN, every one of my professors has mentored me in some kind of way and has gone out of their way to teach me guide me help me encourage me and if it wasn't for teachers i don't know where i would be right now whether it's my teachers at csun or my teachers in high school um shout out to james monroe high school where i went to school (laughs) um but yeah i just teachers you have changed my life and you changed the world around us so thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for all that you guys do. So in the last episode on part one of Zaneta's interview, we got to know all about her and her music education journey. Now with COVID-19, this pandemic has had devastating effects on performing artists. In fact, Americans for the Arts reported that the nation has seen more than $685 million in financial impact loss on all arts organizations in the nation. More than 95% of performing artists and arts organizations have had to cancel or postpone their concerts and performances, leaving most of their freelance musicians and performers without an income. Likewise, teachers are experiencing the heavy burden of teaching their students online. And can you even imagine how difficult it is for music educators like choral and orchestral conductors? Well, Dr. Zeneta Robles is opening up on how she is coping with COVID-19. She gives tips on how she is teaching her choirs over Zoom. Her teaching methods during this self-isolation will provide hope and encouragement to all of you as she discusses her optimism and believing how this pandemic can produce a renaissance of the most resilient musicians and artists ever. So can you talk actually a little bit more about your process now that we're in this self-isolation and we're on online classes? That's, like, so difficult for musicians and teachers that are, I mean, it's, both my parents are teachers, so I see how difficult it is for them, but, I you know, I can only imagine for, like, you know, music educators and conductors, like, how do you even do that? So, what is your process a little bit? I know you just touched on it a little bit, so kind of what mm-hmm. has been your process with your students?
1: I have, honestly, I have been having them listen for, well, first, we, 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 when this all began, we were in the middle of learning a major work. And so um, for that major work, there is a record, there are recordings, mm-hmm. you know. And I and once we went into quarantine, I had them meet me on Zoom um, for each class period. and during each class period, I would play the recording, play one of the orchestral recordings that I had of the major work and I have them all mute their mics and sing along to the recording and so it was as it, so they could they, they could hear the recording and the voices on the recording so they didn't feel like they were singing by themselves mm-hmm. but they couldn't hear each other and they couldn't hear me mm-hmm. so that and so in doing that <clears throat> they could still they could see me and they could see each other but they couldn't hear each other um, that was really valuable for them because it enabled them to practice singing and not, and, and to keep going, you know, without being in the, in the solitude of a, of a practice room or by themselves right. in a room. It was like they weren't, it enabled them so that they didn't have to be alone mm-hmm. while learning this music. And I think that that's kind of what enabled them to actually keep learning it is because they were doing it together, not just like a side project. Okay, you work on this on your own and then upload your work when you're done. It's like, I was, I really wanted to make sure that they were, that we were together together when we were doing it, even mm-hmm. though we were yeah. limited. So, so now what I'm doing, you know, we, we've, we've kind of finished that process. And for the end of the year, I was just really determined, you know, to have them learn something new um, for a final project. And so we're working on secret chair of oh. Palestrina with the chamber. Of yeah. Uh-huh. Um, they, and that's a, that's a brand new piece for them. So it's really a challenge. And what I'm trying to do is I'm insisting that, they they're not using practice tracks. Like I I will I will not send them a practice track for it. What we're trying to do is they all they're all muting their mics and they sing along with me. So if they're a soprano like I sing the soprano part and the and everyone sings along. If you're a soprano you get to have your part reinforced and you get to sing along. If you're like a tenor or alto you get to harmonize with me and sing along. Right. So there's still an aspect of harmony and music making in in, in ensemble it's just limited right Mm -hmm. and so what ends up happening is they get to practice it over and over again with different voice parts singing along with them and then ultimately they will upload um a finished recording of them singing only their voice part Mm -hmm. and then I do intend for a final project to put that all together so that they can hear their work you know oh that's um, so nice that is so so nice yeah the best i can do right now and it's and it's a lot of work just for one song and that should tell you something about how incredible what we do really is because when we're taken away from each other you know the most we can do is like this one song right and i mean we we pour through repertoire all year long you know the kids the kids by the end of the year usually know like 20 or 30 songs right so um It's just it's a it's a real um, eye opener in terms of how valuable it is to be together and how much we need to, you know, just remember and be be diligent about, you know, we're going to get back to that. In the meantime, let's continue to sharpen our skills and do what we can Mm -hmm. to stay in community with each other. So that's that's how I'm doing it.
0: Right. That is so great. and I mean, that really is so much work, too. That just shows how dedicated you are. I mean. I know a lot of music educators that probably aren't able to do that right now because it's just so hard. What kind of um, what kind of software are you using to like put all those recordings together?
1: I have uh, I'm well, I'm using I'm, a, I'm using uh, GarageBand. So okay. well, all I do is I, yeah, when they're, when they record on their, they're just recording themselves individually on their mm-hmm, phones. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just taking those phone recordings and I'm just dumping them all in a garage, da- garage band file. And what they're hearing is raw um, recording. Yes. you know what I mean? And I, which I think is really important. Because a lot of times, one of the here's something that's that's really interesting. A lot of times, people don't want to hear the raw recording. Like they don't, they're afraid because it doesn't sound what they're used to. Because everybody's used to super high polished right. recording, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. like 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 processed and auto tuned and everything like that. Well, mm-hmm. how do we how are we going to learn from that? So mm-hmm. I'm intentionally not polishing them. They need to know what they sound like, and they mm-hmm. need to appreciate their work from a from a from a place of reality. Mm -hmm. So um, Mm -hmm. it does not take any extraordinary technology to to do what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I do happen to have GarageBand, which makes mixing possible. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are all kinds of other apps and things that make it possible for people to to Mm -hmm. do this kind of work. It's just you have to be willing to accept what you hear and say, oh, this is what I sound like. What's my goal? What do I want to sound like? Right. What are we trying to create? Is is my sound good enough? The, the answer is yes. Your sound is good enough, mm-hmm. and we're continuing to work. That's that's the whole purpose of our work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I it's super valuable to work this way and use the raw sounds so that they can get a real real picture of what they sound like, and they should be and they should be proud of it.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. And I mean, that's just really cool too. Because would you agree that while this crisis is you know of course really crazy i mean we've uh, so many of us have never been through i don't think anybody has ever been through anything like this before but you know would you say that in a way while there's a lot of negatives and cons one of the pros for a musician is that it's kind of like we're stripped of everything that we have to revert Mm -hmm. back to our basics and like how desperate are you to make music in this really bizarre time
1: yeah and i th- i think that that's absolutely true and you can see the musician spirit you know alive and well in various social media apps you know outlets and mm-hmm. you know people just wanting to make music you know either they're either they're, they're- or overdubbing themselves and using little apps like acapella and you know the, the uh, other little apps that allow you to kind of just make you know videos of yourself and overdub and harmonize with yourself, or they're doing it with in community with friends, you know, like just mm-hmm. getting together and do it. Um, a lot of a lot of artists are hurting musicians are hurting because they don't have the income from that, you right. know. But yeah, obviously, obviously, it's a necessity because they're doing it anyway. They can mm-hmm. you know, we can't stop making music and mm-hmm. we can't stop you know creating right, um, yeah. and being together we, we want to be together and i i just think that you know there's this is there's a possibility of a renaissance of of music making you know um mm-hmm. in the homes you know just just like you said stripped down to basics like this is what we have you know mm-hmm. we don't have you know some, you know many of us musicians we're we're, we're great musicians but we don't have the studio capability to create things that have been created before you know so Uh we have to be we have to hone our skills and put ourselves and and we have to um refine what we have and we're doing that now at home Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. we're practicing I mean, just by the nature of the work that we have to do. Like, I'm practicing singing and playing piano and all these other things more than I've ever had to practice because I have to right. to facilitate my work. You mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. I can't I can't just sit around and think that technology is going to help, going to take care of it. Because right. I'm not at school and I don't have, I can't just interface with my colleagues like I usually do. I have to do it myself at home. Right. And we have to find new ways of doing it. So I, I really do see the, see the, uh, um, possibility of coming out of this um, stronger um, right. as an artist for mm-hmm. you know for many
0: of us. Yeah, so. yeah, that's really encouraging because I know a lot of us artists and musicians and instrumentalists, singers are just like really suffering <laughs> because it's it's difficult. Like it's difficult to practice with a recording. Like as for me, for me personally, like when I'm trying to practice my recital rep and then I'm doing it with a recording rather than a live accompanist. Uh, I mean, accompanist accompaniment Mm -hmm. (laughs) um or like you know I understand like there's so many different things like for example like having an old out of tune piano like myself that the keys are sticking but at the same time you know it's still at the you know at the same time like we work with what we have or at least I work with what I have because I have to and I mean I still can't I can't just neglect my my instrument my art you know what I do Right. And it
1: makes you grateful for what you have. I mean, like, you know, you know, I may have, you know, looked down upon my little keyboard that I have at home. I don't have an acoustic piano in my Mm -hmm. house, but Mm -hmm. I have, a I have an 88 key keyboard with weighted keys and, you know, it's kind of janky and it's not falling apart. I can't tell you how grateful I am for that thing right now. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm you know, it's been my lifeline mm-hmm. and, it, and I'm thinking about all the other little instruments and things that I have too, that have been like a lifeline for me. I just am so grateful that I have, and I have the skills to use them and right. I have the ability to improve my skills. Like I'm just, it's made me a lot. It's made me really grateful for right. what I do have, where mm-hmm. before I don't think I really even thought much about it. Right. And that, I think, you know, maybe that's something else we're taking away from is really, is forcing us to look around at what we have because, we have to make do with whatever we have. So we better figure out how to, right. use it to the, you know, to our best ability, right
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And that's evidently very difficult, but at the same time, so necessary and a blessing in disguise, because I do feel like this whole world has just been stripped of like, almost like so much, our sports, our concerts, our like face-to-face events, our, you know, our resources that we usually have and take for granted. And so it's like, go back to the basics and, you know, sit in your room, reflect on yourself and do what you need to do. So yeah, I really love that you said that. And I mean, just posting also, like, for example, like if I post a video of me singing, and I used to like, never do that, because I'd get self conscious, because I'd think, oh, (sighs) like my piano's out of tune, or what if I'm flat? Or, you know, but then people are like, oh, you know, I am really grateful for this, because I'm just sitting at home all day. And this seeing this you know video was so nice it was so f- encouraging yep.
1: yeah i am I mean it's really like i said before it's amazing to, to, to see on social media outlets and platforms like the explosion of art that's coming out the yeah the music Just people people sitting at home that never w- would have done anything you know mm-hmm. recorded anything before mm-hmm. suddenly doing it because they have to because mm-hmm. that they, they have this music inside of them and they have to get it out and they want to share it because that's that's what you do when you're an artist. You know? Yeah, you know? That's mm-hmm. your question, right? And so we're we're using what we have at our disposal. So I'm, you know, it's not it, like it, you go on there and you're, you know, we're not we're not looking for you're not always looking for every single recording of every single frame that you have. But the thing about it is, is that. You might reach you know you know your your recording might reach somebody that really needed to hear that message you know yeah. and I mean that's that's the thing like that's why everybody's work is really really important because all of us it's only through all of us contributing to this work and and doing our part to to put art out there in, in this difficult time that's the only way that we're gonna reach. The, the, the many people out there that need to hear what we have to offer because we can't reach them in the ways we used to. So we have to produce, right. you know, right. um, I just, I feel, you know, it's just imperative that we, that we stay focused on, on that, you know, whether, even though, you know, jobs are scarce, people are hurting, like what we're doing is life giving for, right. for many. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So then having said that two questions, what advice would you have for teachers during this, quarantine time and what advice would you have for musicians singers you know artists during this time
1: so um i've been thinking a lot about both of those questions um and they're it's a little tough so i'll try to i'll try to wrap my head around it because uh-huh. I, I think it's complicated yeah it it's, is. i think it's a really complicated time um and i don't presume to have the answers for how people should do to deal with their their individual mm-hmm. situations but for teachers I would say, I I really believe strongly that as music teachers, we need to not give up on connecting with our students. Mm -hmm. We need to connect with them in any way that we can um, and make it more than just about the virtual choir experience, which, don't get me wrong, is a valuable experience. Every student kind of sending in, you know, recording individually, isolated at home, sending in their, voice singing mm-hmm. to a click track or whatever like there's definitely great musical um experience to be learned from that um but that can I, I really think that teachers should in addition if they're going to do a project like that not to give up on meeting the students still in whatever way they can right. in, in a group setting we have the technology through zoom or google hangouts or whatever you want to use to see the students Face to face in community, I think that, that that has been really important to keep the sense of the ensemble alive. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a great loss to not have your ensemble, you know, together. It's like it's like you don't have your family with you, and just to be able to see your family, you know, like just being on a Zoom call. I like, think about it, if you see your nieces and nephews or your your parents or your cousins or whatever together in a room. Like it just makes you feel like all oh, the family is intact. It's the same way for our classes. So I think. It's important for teachers to facilitate whatever they can to make to let the students know that their family, their musical family, is still intact. Um, and then um, for musicians, you know, folks that are you know in the field making a living at this and having their livelihoods stripped from them right now because of this COVID nineteen crisis, you know, um, I. I would be up honestly I would be upfront I think that it's really important that as a as, as an industry and you know as a as a as an industry you know we artists musical artists need to really think about what we what we're doing to monetize what we do it's great to offer you know your art and we really need everyone to continue to create mm-hmm. um, but we also need to be very careful about just throwing our stuff out there And we need to be, we need to be smart about our money. We need to be smart about our resources. We need to be smart about our investments and Mm -hmm. we need to just really, really look to each other to, to collaborate on things and not just ask for freebies, you know, from, from people. I mean, I think, I think it's, you have to. It's it's a delicate balance, but you know I think there are times when we can you know be giving, but there's also times we got to look out for ourselves. And if we have, right. an opportunity, for example, like now might be the time to do that project where you're working on an EP, or you're maybe now is the time where you're putting together that you know that. Uh, that album that you've been wanting to do, you know, mm-hmm. or maybe now's the time where you're investing in those lessons, you know, and you're doing your, your online lessons so you can hone your craft, like mm-hmm. whatever it takes to take advantage of this time to monetize your skills so that when, when things do, you know, come back, you'll be, you'll be ready to to leap into action. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you'll have like, you know, you'll have a new album to put out. You'll have a new recital to give like instantly. Like you'll be like, here are my recital dates, you know, and, or, here's how here's where you can purchase my stuff you know like you like we we need to be mindful of just keeping ourselves marketable and profitable because Mm -hmm. it's possible you know yeah you can't get that up Mm -hmm.
0: so obviously zoom seems to be our best friend in this pandemic so teachers don't be afraid to use it my mom teaches second grade and even she had a meeting with her kids the other day and they seem to enjoy it so much i think it was a breath of fresh air for them during this whole thing Also, the Education Through Music Los Angeles organization has provided online resources of music education activities in addition to LA Opera Connects and Billboard. These activities include fun music theory lessons for students of all ages, and also include story time with music, music videos, sing-alongs, and so much more. I will provide links to all of them in the description. Tune in next time for Notes From Hers next episode. Follow the Notes from Her podcast at notesfromher underscore on Instagram and Twitter and like Notes from Her on Facebook. Be sure to leave feedback and what topics you'd like discussed next in the comment section. You can also follow me at Shoshimitka underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Once again, this is Notes from Her and I'm your host, Sochi Hernández. Stay musical and stay empowered. Talk to you next time.